we give God the praise. We give God the praise for today. Thank you so much for joining. Let's pray. Blessed Father, thank you so much for resuming these meetings again through us. You have kept us again and given us this opportunity. We pray that the purpose of these meetings shall seek to glorify Jesus alone and help its wonderful people of God to come to the place of their destiny fulfillment. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is Lord. What a time to be here. I give God praise to see that you are with us here online. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you briefly about the book of my life. The book of your life. I also want to remind you that um, messages on my podcast and they are accessible on any podcast site. If you just type my name or you just type Radiant Word Broadcast, then you should be able to find any of the websites. If you're having problems, you could also assess my website and it's still my name, uh, drbodum.org uh, and you should be able to get links to most of the books and the messages we have preached. God bless you all for joining. Glory to Jesus. The book of my life, and I'm going to be very brief, and we're going to be praying as I'm speaking. And so our lives, we are not here by accident. We are not here as, you know, products of some intercourse between a man and a woman. No, we we are here for a reason, and you are here for a purpose. And my prayer and my whole desire is that the lives of valuable people who have been bought by the blood of Jesus does not go waste. That we do not hide behind religion and with a lot of misunderstanding about God's purpose for his son coming into our lives and we being saved by Jesus and live mediocre lives still shrouded under the cover of Christianity. There is a purpose and there's a, a certain assignment that God has for you to fulfill. And I'm going to be speaking from uh, Jeremiah 1, 4 to 5, and then Psalm 139, verse 13 to 17. It was January, it was December 30th, 2012, and we were in prayer. Now, our family always does a pre all night before the 31st. So wherever we are, and now we are all over the world, but we still try that on the 30th of December of every year, we will gather and pray and pray through the night. And so we, we take turns and keep leading and praying and praying. We've been doing that for a long time now. And it was at, on the service for 30th of December, 2012. I had been married for four years. Um, I'd been pastoring a church for four years and my wife and I had no children at the time. Uh, we had done all the medical things we had to do and she's a nurse and I'm a medical doctor. And so we understood all the languages being spoken, but then there's a higher language that some 
medics will not understand. There's a higher language. I remember leaving one hospital where we wanted to go in for some procedures and hearing the voice of God. And I had a paper in my hand and the Lord said to me, rip it up for, rip it up for I am not controlled by these things. And I would still come through for you. And I told my wife, the Lord says he will come through for us. So let's, let's keep believing. And 30th of December, 2012, that year, we're in prayer. And my sister, um, the one after me, Christodia, as we were praying, she, the Holy Spirit came upon her and she started prophesying, speaking mysteries. Now, the very part of her words, which I'm using as a prelude, a harbinger for today's word, is she said, the angel of the Lord has opened the book of your life. And he's turning the pages of the book of your life. And he's pointing to a chapter and he says, I should read it to you. And I know this sister of mine. And this is just us. So there is no... You know, people are trying to show off or nothing like that. It's intense prayer into our purposes. And she says, so as she's ministering under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And she says, in the coming year, I am sending you to England for school. This is what she's saying to me, 30th of December, reading from the book of my life. And she says, it is written. I'm reading what is written. I am sending you to school in England. I am paying for your school. And during that time, you would have your first child. Then I would make known to you the other pages of this book as you go along. And that's the, that's the summary of that revelation. Now, I knew from scripture in Psalm 139 that before we were formed, when we were just a, a ball of morula with cells dividing, you know, and just dividing and dividing and dividing as a zygote, scripture says that the Lord says, I saw you and I knew you. Then the interesting thing there is, he said, all the days of my life, before they were ever written, before they came to pass, before I lived them, they were written in your book concerning my life. And I understood from that prophecy, from scripture, that this is what she's talking about. And this is the story for everybody. God is the author of our lives. God is the author of our lives. Say it to yourself wherever you are. God is the author of my life. Say one more time. Say God is the author of my life. And it doesn't matter what stage you are in. Now a friend of mine and he's in Houston. And normally he says, yeah, he calls me, oh, hey, you know, God is writing a beautiful story. And sometimes we take the pen out of God's hands and we begin to write our own story. And then when we realize it's not going too well, we, we just got to go and give the pen back to him and say, God, please rewrite your story. Now, God is writing a beautiful story about you. And I'm here to encourage you. 
One thing I desire is that you not miss heaven, and I'm sure you will not miss. But beyond that, another thing that I love to see is that the God-given value of people, humans, is not abused in the name of religion. Don't let no pastor, don't let no prophet, don't let no preacher, don't let don't let anybody use the name of Jesus to limit your thinking powers. Bible says we were created in the image of God. And in the image of God, he created us both, male and female. Don't let anybody use the name of Jesus to abuse you. God has invested himself in you. God has written the days of your life. And even before you leave them, he had written them. So all you got to do is to go back to him and ask him, where are we? Where am I in this book of life? Concerning me, am I on the right page? Have I missed it? Lord, rewrite my story. Hallelujah. Rewrite my story. And I want to prophesy to you in the name of Jesus that God is going to rewrite your story. That God is going to, many of us may have stepped out, you have taken the pen and started writing your own thing. But God has that ability. Jeremiah chapter 17 uh, Jeremiah chapter 17, I think verse number nine, uh, scripture says that, and he says, go into the porter's house and in, over there, I will cause you to hear my word. And then when he got there, the porter was, was making a port and then it got broken. Jeremiah 17, I believe. Yeah. And it got broken in the hands of the porter. And what the porter did was that he remade it. He remade it. Jeremiah 18, I beg your pardon. He remade it, he remade that port into a new vessel that was befitting unto him. You understand? Now, I've said this many times that God's hands, they do not make mistakes. Now, you can't be in the hands of God and be broken like a porter. And it's, it's, so, it's so sad that God wanting to tell us how he's able to restore what we have missed, how he's able to restore what you have broken, he had no example to use but a human porter who was molding clay and the clay got broken and he used his hands to fix it again. Now, God, when he's molding you, his hands cannot break you. Bible says that in him is all light and there is no darkness at all in God. Your first marriage failed. Your, your child passed away. Something terrible happened. You missed a certain timeline you miss a certain purpose listen god says jeremiah chapter 18 verse number five he says that can i not do with you israel as the porter does declares the lord god is able to take any broken thing and he's able to mold it again look at me i mean my life is a living epistle it's a testimony of the things god can do God has so been good to me. I, I don't know how to start. All I did was just to serve him. All I did was just to give everything I had to him. And day after day, God keeps turning things around. So I'm encouraging you today that everything, I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what you have missed. I don't know what is not working. I don't know what you are struggling with. But listen, a porter molding clay. It got broken and he still fixed it. Now God is holding you. God is much more better than a porter. God is much more better than a porter. 
and God is going to fix everything concerning you. The book of your life. I'm praying for you that you will see that book. That you will see that book. That you will read from that book. Psalm 139 is my main scripture. Verse number 13, I have uh, quoted it, paraphrased it, but we can take it again and then we will pray. Glory to Jesus. Everything concerning you is being made better now by the Spirit of God. Everything concerning you. Wherever you are, lift up your right hand. And when we are making these declarations, make it together too. See, everything concerning my destiny, everything concerning my purpose that I have missed, oh God, let it be restored in the name of Jesus. See, there's a book of your life. There's a book, Psalm 139, verse number 13 to 17 i'm reading now it says for you created my inmost being and you knit me together in my mother's womb i praise you because i'm fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful i know that fully well my frame was not hidden from you when i was made in the secret place when i was woven together in the depths of the earth. He said, your eyes saw me. Somebody say that to yourself. God's eyes saw you. His eyes are on you. His eyes are on you. Glory to Jesus. Your eyes saw me. It saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me. All the days ordained for me were written in your book. Hallelujah. Before even one of them came to be. How precious Ah, your thoughts to me, God, how vast is the sum of them. How precious to me are your thoughts. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Now, there is a book concerning you. And God is going to bring every written thing to pass. Listen, listen. The more you you grow in knowledge in Jesus Christ, the more the devil cannot abuse you. Scripture says that for lack of knowledge, my people perish. Don't don't sell yourself to people. Don't rip out yourself to people. Seek God for the things written concerning your book. It is now that I understand what God was trying to do. And you know, I remember pastors prophesying, and even I, I, I was trying to, you know, force God to do what I wanted. How sad and sorrowful. When I got matured in the Lord, when I grew up a little bit, then I realized, oh, those years were for a particular thing that I could not do because I was so fixated on this one thing. I'm praying for somebody now. You want to pray right now, and I'm going to continue, but you want to pray right now that if you are in the midst of unrest, if you are in the midst of trouble, If you are going through certain things that do not sit too well with you because of what people say, that you will not force yourself out of God's will. No. Whatever God has written for you, according to God's book, it was 2013 that the first one had to come. According to the writings of God's book, he says, your eyes saw me. Your eyes saw me. Your eyes saw me. Your eyes saw me and wrote the things concerning my life. Hallelujah. You want to pray with me right now? Wherever you are, we are going to pray right now. 
that anything written concerning your destiny, anything written concerning your life, listen, listen, God has not changed. The things God does, God has a plan and it is written in the book of your destiny and you are going to encounter it. Now, don't let any of my prophet friends, (laughs) hallelujah, prophesy you out of this plan. Do not let anybody say, that says the Lord, and take you out of the pages of your book. Do you understand? For five years, God was trying to tell me to do something. But I was so concerned about something that was not happening in my life that I was just going after prayer, after prayer, after prayer, and he leaves you. You know, he just leaves you till you come to your senses. And then 2012, December 30th, he said, now is the time for the children. So all those years, three to four years, you should have used it to do something else because it was no time. Listen, whatever God has said concerning you, Married, children, job, ministry, healing, it is sure. My father says something recently. He says, the case of your deliverance is not subject to probability. It's going to happen. Are you ready? I want you to pray one prayer in your room, wherever you are. We are going to pray that, Lord, anything written in the book of my destiny that I have not encountered, that I have missed, that I have gone past, Lord, restore it to me and bring me into contact with these things written for my life. Begin to pray this prayer for just a minute. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Anything written concerning my life, anything written concerning the lives of these wonderful people listening, Lord, in the name of Jesus, bring it to pass. Lord, 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 bring it to pass. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. They were written. All of them. All of them. Written, written, written. And they shall come to pass. You know the favorite scripture? In Jeremiah 1, verse number 4, it says that, Before I formed you, before I made you, I knew you. Look at that. And I had appointed you. I had ordained you. I had ordained you. I had prescribed a certain destiny for you. I had prescribed a certain destiny for you. Recently, I was in prayer at dawn, and then the Holy Spirit was saying to me, pray this way, pray this way, that anything in the glory Anything God arranged for you in his glory that is not manifesting or reflecting in the story of your life today, the Lord should fix that discrepancy. Glory. I was amazed. I said, really? He said, yeah. There are things that God in his glory had prepared you for and anointed you for and molded you for. But your current story, the current story of your life does not reflect this glory. And so when we are praying, this is what we are going to pray. The Lord, let the discrepancy between the glory and my story be rectified by your mercy. Let that 
discrepancy, let that discrimination between the original glory and my story, Lord, be fixed by your mercy. And by this grace of God, he's going to be fixed. I tell you, he's going to be fixed. I want to prophesy to you right now that anything in God's original plan, your original identity in God shall begin to manifest in the story of your life. It begins to manifest. It begins to manifest. It begins to manifest. It begins to manifest. Lo kabayade. It begins to manifest. It begins to manifest. It begins to manifest. Masota kaduria. It begins to manifest. The original glorious identity that identity that God made you with, that identity that God made you with, Lisa Takaturia, it begins to manifest. Manifest. Let every discrepancy, let every discrepancy, let every discrepancy, Masikatoria Amalia, let every discrepancy, Lord, be corrected in the name of Jesus. Masikatoria Baandoria, in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be. Every discrepancy. Every discrepancy. And I use that to pray and use it to pray so many times. Let the glory be seen in my story. Let the story reflect my glory. Let it reflect my glory. Hi, dear boy. Most of us are just living our own way. Living our own way. I'm telling you. Most of us. But today we are going to pray that your original identity in God, your original glorious identity shall begin to be manifested in your current story. You want to prophesy that to yourself, that Lord, let any discrepancy between my glory and my story be fixed by your grace in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. Glory to God. I am telling you one more time. You may be going through a painful moment. The church today is trying to present a gospel without suffering. It's trying to present a gospel without suffering. Long suffering is part of the Christian walk. If God has a plan for you, don't let any of my friends, my prophet friends, my pastor friends, don't let any of them, regardless of how anointed they look like, they are men and women of God, not gods of men, not gods of women, not gods of people. Don't let anybody prophesy you out of the book of your life. You will make a big mistake. One day I preached this. I think somewhere in Genesis 16, there about Hagar was walking out of her destiny. Then the angel of the Lord met her and said, where are you going? Go back, go back. And that's my prayer, that if anybody has stepped out within the confines of the book of their life, ooh, such an anointing in this place, hallelujah, that God's grace, God's grace, God's grace shall restore us into that place. Look, look into your Bibles, Psalm 56. Verse number eight. Psalm number 56, verse number eight. Chloro Mosate. Psalm number 56, verse number eight. He says, you, and I'm reading from the uh, NRSV. He says, you have kept count of my tossings, my wanderings, my turning around. He says, the Lord has kept account of them. And he's put my tears in your bottle. 
He says, put my tears in your bottle. And then, are they not in your record? Are you listening to that? He says, are they not in your record? Huh? Look at the New King James. He says that, you number my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? Your tears are also written in the book. Look at that. Psalm 56 verse 8. He says that, my wanderings are all numbered. And my tears are in your bottle. And they are recorded in your book. Your mistakes are in God's book. Your wanderings are in his book. The broken hearts are in his book. Those that left you, those that abused you are in his book. Everything is written down. And he has a purpose. Glory to God. Glory to God. God says that somebody is breaking out with you. And your heart is going to be broken. But don't worry. I prefer your heart to be broken. So that you don't miss the things I've written concerning you. In your life. May your heart be broken. If you are in a toxic relationship. If you are in a terrible church. That will destroy your destiny. If you are in the terrible servant of God. Who is abusing you. I'm praying that it be broken. Let that relationship be broken. So that you do not miss the original glory. That identity that God molded you in. And many people stifle the grace of God in you. Many people, the, the, the churches today have become dangerous grounds. Churches look today like money-making businesses. Pastors want to be celebrities. And members do not understand the dynamics of God's purpose. People just want to be popular. Young preachers are coming up. I've been ministering as a full-time pastor since 2008. Full-time pastor since 2008. There is no island for, for popularity or celebrity status. Preachers in tattered jeans. The jeans, are, you know that, that new jeans that's on? And I'm not outdated. I'm not saying that. But preachers standing on the pulpit with jeans and they started jeans and you can see their skin. You are joking. Go and read the Old Testament and see the characteristics of God. Don't let nobody mess with you. Don't let nobody mess with you. Okay? Don't let anybody prophesy you out of God's plan. Out of the book concerning your life. Somebody's trying to get you out of it. Somebody's God is God has recorded for tears that yes, sorrow there. Yes, but I'm taking her through that. And part of this is in the process to bring this person into that identity I have for them. And a prophet somewhere, one of my friends, is prophesying you out of the tears in God's bottle. Jesus. He said that she's breaking up with you and I want you to be happy. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Everything written concerning you, let it come to pass. May you not wonder from it. May you not wonder from it. Jude 14 verse 5 says what? Since his days are determined and the number of his months are, is with you. Your days are determined. I say your days are determined. You better make a case with God. Recently, I was in prayer. 
And I looked at my age and I calculated, okay, should God be gracious to me to live this long? Then I started talking to him. Can you, can you keep me to this? This is what I would like to do. This is what I would want to do. This is how I would want to end it. This is how I would want it to go. You better start making your case to God. And don't let any of my friends prophesy you out of the things written concerning your life. He says they are written. And do just just be so objective. You know, you you know, you know, you know that you don't hear from God. You know that you are not right with God. Just fix it. Just fix it. Are you ready to pray? We are going to pray. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Many people in ministry today are in it for the wrong reasons. And I'm saying it again to you. There, God didn't call us to be celebrities. God didn't call pastors to be, to be popular people. In fact, if you are very careful, and I'm telling you, if you look into scripture and, and you are, you're a student of history, you'll be very, very careful these days. Second Timothy three, he says, and in the last days, perilous times are coming, right? And people will become lovers of themselves rather than lovers of God. People stand in the pulpit to talk about God. And they use the time to talk about themselves and talk about what they have. And I'm praying that your eyes will be open. Your eyes will be open. Jesus Christ said, narrow is the way that goes to heaven. And few the be that find that path. Was, was Jesus geometrically confused when he said heaven's path is small and hell's is big? Was Jesus confused? Did he not know mathematics? Did he not know counting? When Jesus was saying that those that will go to heaven are few, we better be careful. Scripture says in Matthew 7, he says, Then they shall come to him and say, We prophesied in your name. We healed the sick in your name. We raised the dead in your name. We did miracles in your name. And he will say, Get out from me. You who practice lawlessness. Don't follow a preacher that is practicing lawlessness. Don't follow people who are practicing deception. The thing is not about a false prophet. The thing is about a genuine prophet who has stepped in error. Those are the ones that are difficult to see. Now today, as I bring this sermon to a close, the emphasis is on this, that there is a book, there's a manual about your life, and God is authoring a story. And sometimes we step out of the pages, but you want to pray that God's original identity for you shall, shall be mirrored into your current story. Are you ready to pray with me? God bless you so much. And we are going to step into prayer and pray, pray, pray with the same spirit here. Such sweet presence of God in this place. Pray with that same spirit. He is good. His mercy endures forever. God's true servants are not popular. God's true servants are not popular people. No. Did you know the dress Elijah used to wear? Did you know that the attire John the Baptist used to wear? People's destinies are being thrown away. Lives are being messed up. The people with God's value in them have stepped into self-pity and mediocre. And still we cannot help bring them out. Potentials are being wasted. Talents are being destroyed. Books that should be written are not. Companies that should be founded are not. Can you identify a genuine prophet from a false prophet? Are you ready? My emphasis today is for you that the things God has written concerning your life shall come to pass. 
Let's begin to pray. Begin to thank God for today. Thank God. Thank God. And you can unmute when we are praying. You can unmute yourself and pray. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your life. We thank you for revelation. And you have caused us to know. Amen. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is the right word. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Concerning your life. Thank you. Some of you are going to read pages. I'm telling you. Some of you are going to be really uh, in this month of September some of you, your eyes are going to open at night and God will show you things to read, read concerning your life Come on, come on, come on. Amen. In the, in the name, name of Jesus. Glory to God. Pray, pray. Everything concerning me. Everything concerning your people. Everything concerning your children. Everything concerning your children. Those who are gathered online. Those who are gathered on Facebook. Everything, Lord, concerning your children. In the name of Jesus. Let it be manifested. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are going to pray. And as I said, from Scripture, again, everything should align with Scripture, right? From scripture, the Bible says that all the days ordained for you. So I know you are you are on a ruler, you know, streak, you are just living a good life and all that, but there are days planned for you. There are days planned for you, okay? That is why that parable about the rich man that said he had packed so many things in his to his barn into his storehouse, and he would say to his soul, Eat and drink, for you have so much stored up for the rest of your life. And the Lord said to him, Thou fool. I'll require your life from you. Because the thing is not, it's written. God has written things. And he has the power to change things. All right? Now you are going to pray that, Lord, any detail of my original identity, any detail of the glory that is missing in my story, Lord, let the grace of God bring it together. Let that discrepancy be corrected. Let that discrepancy be corrected. Any difference between the original identity in glory and your current story in the flesh that God should correct it. And what I'm trying to say is that, you know, there's this story in Matthew 8 when you read down on Mark, any of the Gospels, that there was a man whom the Bible records that he was mad. He was psychotic and he slept in tombs and he bound himself with chains and he walked naked. Now, when Jesus met him and healed him and restored him, that man became an evangelist to 10 cities. He was pastoring and preaching in 10 cities, not just one, 10. Now, that was his original identity in glory. And because the enemy, oh, such presence, thank you, Lord. Because the enemy knew that if that person stepped into their original identity, that they were going to give glory to God, and we are going to deliver many people from deception. He bound him mentally and frustrated his life. And so he was kept in a prison that was not in his identity. Uh, in this meeting right now, 
My eyes are open and I'm seeing three people. Three people bound in a prison that is not their identity. Three people I'm seeing in the realm of the spirit. I have this great inspiration. They are people who are bound in a prison that is not their identity. And as we pray right now, the angels of God are going to break them loose. The spirit of God is going to set you free. Anybody in this meeting or listening to us on social media, wherever, who is bound in an identity other than the glorious one, the devil has limited you. Something has held you bound. It could be illness. It could be sickness. It could be a marital frustration. It could be a financial frustration. Anything that prevents you from accessing the original identity in the name of Jesus, let it be broken now. Begin to pray that God, anything holding me back from manifesting my original identity, Lord, break now. Lord, we take over right now. Lord, your spirit now. Those of you on Facebook, you can share this with me. in the name of Jesus. He said all that his days are predetermined. Are predetermined. Are predetermined. You are going to pray a prayer. That Lord, if I have stepped out of the pages written concerning me, restore me. Bring me back. Bring me back. And I told you the story about um, Hagar who stepped out of the pages concerning her life and then when she fled Genesis chapter 16 verse number 7 the Bible says now the angel of the Lord found her by the spring of water in the wilderness and he said to her where have you come from and where are you going and she said I am fleeing from the presence of my mistress then the angel of the Lord said to her return return to your mistress and submit yourself there for I will multiply your descendants exceedingly so that they cannot be counted. Return to her. For behold, you are a child. Listen, if any of us has stepped out of the pages written concerning our lives, you are going to pray that God, you were merciful. You were merciful to Hagar. Lord, he, she called that place Beer Lahai Roy. It's in Genesis chapter 16, verse number 14. She said, this place shall be called Beer Lahai Roy, for here I have also seen him who sees me. I'm praying with you that your eyes will see him who sees you. The Lord that sees you. The Lord that has written things concerning you. As we pray this prayer, that if you have stepped out, if your children have stepped out, if your spouse has stepped out, if any of you has stepped out from the written details of your life, that God 
the Lord that sees me bear Lahai Roy, that God that took Hagar and brought her back to the same pages, that the Lord will return us. You can unmute yourself. Let's pray. Come on. Lord Secretary. Those of you on Facebook, share it for people. Let's pray. If anybody here has stepped out, has stepped out, has stepped out, has stepped out of the written pages of their life, Lord, as we pray, bring us back into Bear Lahai Roy. Bring us back into contact. 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 Bring us back. 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 Bring Hallelujah. Say to yourself, I shall not lose my way. I shall not lose my way. Everything written concerning my life shall come to pass. Come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Any discrepancy between my glory and my story be mended now. Be fixed now. Be fixed now. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I say one more scripture with you before I release you to go. First Corinthians chapter one, verse number four, going down. He says, I thank my God concerning you for the grace of God, which is given to you by Jesus Christ. He says, I thank my God concerning you for the grace of God that is given to you by Jesus Christ, that you are enriched in everything in him, in all utterance, in all knowledge. Say to yourself, I am enriched. Say to yourself, I am enriched in all things, in the spirit. I am enriched in all knowledge. I am enriched in all utterance. I am enriched. Hallelujah. He says you are enriched in all things through Jesus Christ, in all utterance and knowledge. 
even as the testimony of Christ is confirmed in you. I want you to say this to yourself again, that the testimony of Christ is confirmed in my life, in my children's life, in my marriage, in my destiny, in my workplace, in my ministry. The testimony of Jesus Christ is seen in our home. The testimony of Jesus Christ is confirmed in our lives. Hallelujah. Not the testimony of any pastor. Not the anointing of any pastor. I am telling you, the deception going on, it hurts me so much. The deception going on, it hurts me so much. The testimony of Jesus is confirmed in my life. Hallelujah. The more you grow in the knowledge of God, the more the enemy cannot deceive you. The more you grow in the the knowledge of God, the more false people cannot deceive you. The testimony of Jesus is working in you. I say, begin to see it in your children. Prophesy over them. The testimony of Christ is going to be seen in you, in your school, as you are growing the testimony of Christ. And you are enriched in all knowledge, in all utterance, in all knowledge through Jesus Christ. Look at verse number seven. He says, and these things have to happen. This enrichment of knowledge, this enrichment of utterance, this enrichment of testimonies of Jesus has to happen, has to happen so that I'm reading from 1 Corinthians 1, 7. So that you come short or you do not come short in any gift. So that you do not come short in any gift. Glory to Jesus. So that you do not fall short in any gift. He says, just as the testimony of Christ is, has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end, that you may be blameless on that day. Hallelujah. Verse 9 says, God is faithful. I want to say that to somebody who is listening, that God is faithful. God is faithful. By whom? who you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. Listen, God is faithful. And this is the prayer we are going to pray that these things are going to happen in your life. Number one, you are going to receive enrichment. Enrichment in your speech, enrichment in your workplace, enrichment in your output as a person, as you are working, as you are doing things, as you are putting companies together, as you are doing new things, that you are going to receive enrichment. Come on. Enrichment. Come on. I say you are going to receive enrichment. Great abilities will come upon you. They say you'll be enriched in him. In your speech, you'll be enriched. In your knowledge, you'll be enriched. He said knowledge of every kind. Knowledge of every kind. You can't be in an institution and not be preferred. You can't be in a company and not be the light of them. You will be enriched. Lay your hand on your own head. I said lay your hand on your whole head. Don't go and kneel anywhere and let them pour some water on you. Lay your hand on your own head and say, I am enriched in the name of Jesus. Say, I am enriched. I am enriched in all things through Jesus, in all kinds of knowledge through Jesus, in my speech through Jesus. Say, I am enriched. Hallelujah. Say, the testimony of Jesus is strengthened in my family. He says, and these things are going to happen. And the reason is seen in the verse 6. So that you do not lack any spiritual thing. This is where we are going to pray. Anything, any spiritual gift that I am lacking, that needs to take place 
for the fulfillment of my destiny. Any spiritual gift. And I'm not just saying prophecy. In the moment we say spiritual gift, everybody thinks it's maybe seeing visions. No, 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 no. There are many gifts of the spirit. Knowledge, wisdom, grace, understanding, even favor, access, faith. There are so many. The things listed by 1 Corinthians and Ephesians, they are not just all. There are so many gifts. And you are going to pray right now that any spiritual gift in your original identity that is lacking in your story today, that may God through Jesus strengthen that thing in you right now. You're going to pray with me this one more time. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. You can mark these verses down and read them later. 2 Corinthians 4. Verse number six, it says, and I read, it says, For it is God who said, let light shine out of darkness. Listen, for it is God who said, let the light shine out of darkness. Who, this God who did that, has shown in our hearts. He's shining in our hearts to give the light of knowledge of the glory of God. Through the face of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you. There's something in you. God that called light to shine out of darkness. And I'm taking this scripture in two parts. The first part is giving us a preamble. That this God I'm going to talk about. That he's he's giving you. He's shining knowledge in your heart. This God I'm talking about. That he's shining a certain light in your heart. And it's a light of knowledge. And it is the knowledge of the glory of God that is in you. And he's shining this through the face of Jesus. I want to tell you that this God is the same one who in the beginning, when there was darkness, he called light to come out of darkness. And it did. And the verse 7 of 2 Corinthians 4, it says, But we have this treasure in clay vessels or earthen vessels, and it is so that it may be made clear that the extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now there is this treasure in you. There is this glory in you. And this light is supposed to shine. And anything that is preventing this light from shining, people, I'm telling you, I as I will walk with God, Mark Psalm 33 says, Mark the upright person. Ah, for the end of that person is peace. Your end shall be peace. So long as you stay with the confines of God, no evil shall come near your dwelling. God will take those things that are presented against you and he will turn it for good. Genesis chapter 50, he says that you meant it for evil, but God turned it for my good. They threw him in a pit and God used the pit as an elevator to bring him into the palace. How you imagine that? They spoke evil about him and God used that same testimony to lift him up. I want to prophesy to you listening to me that God who has the ability to call light to come out of darkness is going to bring you out of any prison that limits you from manifesting your original identity. Lose them. Come in the name of Jesus.
Jesus, that this light of God's glory and the knowledge of God is shining out of you and bringing you into a place of potential. Nobody listening now who remains under the covering of the Holy Spirit shall be wasted. Your life shall not be wasted. Your life shall not be wasted. You will manifest this glory. You will manifest this glory. I say you will manifest this glory. I say you will manifest anybody in any form of prison, anybody in any form of darkness. The God that commanded light to come out of darkness, we stand in his name and command light come forth now. God who is shining the light of the glory of God, the light of the knowledge of God's glory is manifesting in you, is manifesting in you. Your children are filled with the knowledge of God's glory. Your home is filled with the knowledge of God's glory. The testimony of Jesus is encountered in you. You are enriched in all things. This God has put a treasure in you. And today, if that treasure is held in any prison by witchcraft, by demons, by false preachers, by heretics, if that treasure is kept in any form of bondage, by sin, or by ignorance, Father, we pray, break those chains, break those chains, break those chains, and cause there to be a manifestation of this. Now receive it, strength to come out, strength to come out. Oh, you are coming out. Oh, you are setting up that company. Oh, you are walking into that home. Oh, you are possessing that inheritance. Oh, you are stepping into that marriage. This one will not fail. Oh, you are stepping into that new place. And it shall succeed. For you are walking with a God who called light out of darkness. Whatever they have thrown your way. Whatever has pushed you down. Light is coming out. Judges chapter 14 verse 14. He says, out of the eater is coming something sweet to eat. Anything that came to overwhelm you, God is going to bring things out of it for you. Anything that came to bring you down, God is going to give you something out of that. Anything that came to eat you up, God is going to give you a testimony out of that. I see the anointing fall upon people in their rooms already. I see the hand of God come upon you and your children. Lay your hands on them and say the testimony testimony of Jesus is coming out of you. The treasure of God in you is being made manifest. This light of knowledge is shining in the hearts of people now. Shining in the hearts of people now to deliver them from deception. 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 Deception in clericals. Deception hiding behind pulpits. You are being freed by this light of the knowledge of the glory of God. Begin to pray and thank him that this light is showing forth in you, that the treasure in you shall not be buried, that it shall come forth. Begin to pray, begin to pray that this light of the knowledge of God, you cannot have this light and then wander around hopelessly. Even your wanderings are recorded in his book. The light of the knowledge of God is being shown now. Begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray that this treasure in you is coming forth, is coming forth, is coming forth. It's coming forth. It's coming forth. It shall not be hidden. It shall not be hidden. You are not dying this year. You are not dying this year. You have to see the glory come out. You have to see the glory come out. You have to see the glory come out. Pray, 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 pray. That this glory comes 
Let me pray. What great presence. Hallelujah. Oh, Sakaya, just close your eyes wherever you are and lift up your hands and we pray together. I say there is more to you. I say there is more to you than what you see in the mirror. I say there is more to those children. I say there is more to you. The light of the knowledge of the glory of God is going to show. It's going to show. It's going to show. You look at that, that pastor and tell him that is not what the Lord said. That's a lying mm. spirit. You look at that brother and tell him that is not what God is saying. Man, for lack of knowledge, my people perish. What knowledge? The knowledge yes. of the light of glory of God. Yes. That knowledge is shining through you now. Amen. You feel like you are not living. You feel like you are just existing. You are here. You are listening to me. You feel like you are just existing. You feel like you are just existing. That said the Spirit of the Lord. My light of the knowledge of the glory is about to shine through you. And you arise mighty. And begin to do great works. Some of you are going to begin to do things you have never thought you could ever do. You are going to do things you have never dreamt that you could ever do. Receive this light. This light is through Jesus. This light is not through prophecy. This light is not through somebody's laying hands on you. This light is in you. It's in you. It's in you. And it's coming out. Every darkness shall run. John says the light shines and the darkness could not comprehend it. Could not overcome it. Could not. And that light is shining in you. Receive the light. Shine, 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 shine. And darkness cannot, cannot. There's no darkness from pit of hell that shall stop and enlighten people. Oh, glory to God. There is no darkness, there is no deception that shall stop a people who are radiating the light of the glory of the knowledge of God. What else? Today, you are coming out of inabilities. You are coming out of failures and weaknesses entering into this new place. Receive this light. 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 Receive it. Let it shine. Let it shine. It's shining now. It's shining now. Oh, Kabbalah, Balaba. You know, you go to church and people are lining up and are praying for anointing. I want anointing to prophesy. I want anointing to dream dreams. No, you want the anointing that the light of the knowledge of the glory of God that is in you, that seems to be covered by darkness, that light should come out by the God who called light out of the darkness in creation. That same ability of God to bring order out of chaos is still in him today. And I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus that you will not lack anything, that you will not come behind in any way, that this spirit of God, this light of the knowledge of God's glory is going to be manifesting you and your children and in every area of your life in Jesus, Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.